either watching or listening to the Uncle Marv podcast. Basically just a show every Monday night at 8 p.m. where I try to hang out with friends, family, and almost famous people, and we just chat and catch up, and it's my own personal message, keeper upper, thingamabobby, all of that stuff. Tonight's show, we are going to be doing a bit of updating. I've got a couple of news stories, and a little bit later, we are going to be doing an Uncle Marv spotlight on my good friend Mary Dubuin and her little business, basically... She is a DIY home decor instructor, entertainer, and she helps you figure out how to decorate your home DIY style. Her business is called It's a Chalk Thing, and she will be coming up just a little bit later. But first, let us go ahead and start off, as per usual, with the weather, because today in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the high today was 85. The low tonight will be 70. So we are pretty much normal this time of year. I know that we had some friends over in Dallas and the central part of the country that were experiencing extreme coldness, had some power outages because of freezing temperatures and all that stuff. A few of my work colleagues, uh, have reported in they are safe. And if anybody in the Uncle Marv Nation uh, was out there, I hope that all is well and life is getting back to normal soon. Uh, over the next week or so, we will be experiencing similar type weathers. Uh, Wednesday, we will have a high of 87. I don't know if that's going to be as high as it was a couple of weeks ago in terms of record high, because two weeks ago we had a record high in the month of February, the same day that everybody else was freezing to death, Florida was 88 and balmy. So that uh, is our weather check. And I want to do a new segment now in the news. So a Florida man stabs a man begging for food at KFC in the head. Brandon Dion Pearson beat and stabbed a man in the head Wednesday when he walked into a KFC and stabbed the man begging for food. He was approached by the man asking for food around noon inside the restaurant. Pearson refused to feed him and then started calling the man names. The two shouted and cursed at each other inside the restaurant. Then they started punching each other in the doorway. When an employee got between them, Pearson was inside, and the victim, who has not been named, was outside. The victim then grabbed a handful of pebbles from the parking lot and slung them at Pearson. Pearson then pushed past the employee and knocked the victim to the ground. The victim tried to fight back, but Pearson, who was on top, pulled out a knife and stabbed him in the head. Pearson then went back inside and waited for the police to arrive. How nice. Pearson was arrested and charged with murder without premeditation, according to arrest records. He is being held on $50,000 bail. And folks, this story is directly from my hometown of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Well, it's not my hometown, which is, well, it's really Shreveport, Louisiana, where I was born, hometown Satellite Beach, but where I have resided for the last 30 plus years, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yes, 
That is Florida Man here. If you have breaking news that you'd like me to share, please email marvin at unclemarv.com. I will be sure to share them. If you have a story that rivals Florida Man or any upcoming news that you'd like me to promote, uh, we'll get that on the show. And speaking of news, I was able to touch base with Tina Veltri. That is right, folks. For the past year, she has dodged me and hid from me. I think the kids today say ghosted, uh, but I was able to track her down. And the reason I was able to track her down, folks, she was here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where she was attending a wrestling match with her son. And, of course, I scolded her for being in Fort Lauderdale without letting me know. But, basically, I can't really say much about that because she was here in support of her child. And congratulations needs to go out to her son, Nate, for placing in regionals and advancing to state. So that was a very productive weekend for them down here in Fort Lauderdale. We were not able to see each other because she had to scoot back on up to Vieira. And just a side note, there were four Vieira wrestlers that all placed in district, in regionals, and qualified for states. So Vieira is representing as best as they can. And this is a piggyback off of the story that I introduced a couple of weeks ago where Vieira was one of the top 20 planned communities in the country. I didn't have a chance to chat with Tina about that, but we certainly will. And uh, we'll update you on Nate's progress going forward. I also got a little bit of information from Tina on the upcoming Satellite High School Class of 1985 reunion. It had to be postponed last year because of COVID. That has been rescheduled. So the reunion is on and will be at the Melbourne Beach Hilton July 16th and 17th. Now, we do have information to give you about the hotel. I have the number here, but I'm not going to give it because the block code for Satellite High has not yet been set up. So if you call now, they can't give you the reduced price that Tina got for everybody. It should be set up within the next week. I will have a link on my show notes that if you go to UncleMarv.com and find this episode, it will redirect you back to the Facebook page. But if you do not have Facebook or if you got off for any reason over the last year or two or ten, uh, I will try to have all that information at the UncleMarv.com site so that you can keep up on the reunion as news is released. The cost for the reunion is going to be $75 for both Friday and Saturday nights. There will be a PayPal link for you to prepay for your tickets. And Tina promises that more details will be coming really, really soon. And basically, I gave her a two-week window because March 15th, she should be on the show to share that. So that is good news for Satellite. In other news, I was able to also talk with, uh, oh, my Puerto Rican daughter, Grizel. For those of you that were able to see my show with Mr. Miami and Mr. California, Julio Pedi and Will Shea, they are kids of mine from the Junior Achievement National Conference. We talked about some of the other members of the conference that year, one of which being Grizel Diaz. 
who was one of the Puerto Rican delegates in my group that didn't think I knew enough Spanish to understand what they were saying, and I called them out on a couple of things, and she has loved me ever since as her Puerto Rican uh, connection. She just happened to reach out to me over the weekend, and I thought it was because we called her out on the show, did a little shout-out, but no, that was not the case. She just happened to be doing something and got back on the Facebook and reached out to me. So Grisel Diaz, my Puerto Rican daughter, is going to be in touch soon. We will be doing that. I'm actually going to probably reach out to all of my Najak kids, and we'll have some sort of family reunion there. And let's see who else. Oh, the Lowe family. We are in discussions to have a Lowe family podcast with Dean Lowe, Andy, David, and all the names are leaving my head right now because I didn't write the notes down, but all of that will be happening at some time in the future. So the Lowe families will be on the show. Apparently Dean Lowe doesn't hate me as formerly thought. All right. Now that I've given some updates and some news, if you're asking, you know, how do I always stay up to date with what is happening? And as I mentioned, UncleMarv.com is pretty much the place you want to go and find all your information. You can listen to past podcasts there. If there was a video associated with the show, I will have a link to the video. You can subscribe to the show so that if you are somebody that likes to just listen to podcasts on your iPad or your Android device, you can subscribe with the podcast catcher of choice. And as the shows are released, that will be automatically downloaded to your phone or mobile device, and you can listen to them there. You can also support the show at UncleMarv.com. There is a link to an Amazon store page where you can shop and do all of your stuff on Amazon as you normally do. No price change to you, but if you purchase while you're using my link, a little bit of commission will come back to the show, help me pay for the bills, the streaming, the website, all of that's good, good stuff. It's not much, folks. Um, it's like 1%. So don't think I'm making money off everybody. It's just really to help pay for the expenses because the wife doesn't always approve of everything I do with the show, but show must go on, right? You can follow us on the Facebook. Just simply do a search on Facebook for I am Uncle Marv. You can also do the same on Twitter. Yes, I am on the Twitter. I am Uncle Marv there. I have an Instagram page, but I can't remember the name. So as soon as I post something on there or find out what it is, I will let you know. And then you can find me under my business name, my government of Marvin B on the LinkedIn. So all of those places you can find me and get information about the show. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, reach out. You can always go to UncleMarv.com slash guest and find an open slot there. Or you can just send, simply send me an email and we can get you on the show. All right. One of the things I like to do is keep in touch with people. That's why we started the whole show. And tonight we are going to do an Uncle Marv Spotlight. This is somebody who was previously on the show. And as I mentioned, she's got a website and a business called It's a Chalk Thang. So I am going to bring into the studio now Miss 
Mary Deerdorf de Bruin. Mary, how are you? Hey, Marvin. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So it looks like you're in your usual position that you, I see you in sometimes, what is it, Saturday nights when you do your little, uh, your little uh-huh. show? I'm actually on live probably almost every night, actually. Every night. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't realize you're one of my stalkers that secretly go in stealth and watch me and then sneak out. Well, I get the little pop-up, and then I got to see what it is, and I'm like, oh, it's Mary. And then you start talking about stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> hey, you never know when you might need a gift or when somebody else know you know might want to dabble in some DIY. <laughs> you never know. And that's why we do the show, because somebody will reach out and say, hey, I didn't know you did that. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Let's first go back, because I know I had you on the show with Lenny and we kind of glossed over this, but I wanted to make sure that I gave a full spotlight on this for you and i know that it's called it's a chalk thing yes why don't you tell us a little bit about how this gets started and what you do all right so basically when lenny and i got married a little over five years ago and i moved here to south carolina i did not have a job and i was actually still a full-time caregiver for my mom in florida So there really wasn't a way for me to be able to hold down a full-time job and drive back and forth to Florida (laughs) as often as I was, especially the first few years. We had a lot of bumps in the road with my mom, Um, so I was doing a lot of traveling. So as things started to settle down, I'm like, great, now I have to go back to work. (laughs) And after being out of the corporate world for a little while, I was like, I just don't know if I could go back into the workplace politics <laughs> and deal with being micromanaged and, you know, again, still needed flexibility to kind of do my own thing. So I was researching how to create DIY home decor for myself um, to sell finished pieces to people, to have a booth at a local store and, you know, pop up at the craft shows and things like that just to help pay the water bill, you know, pay gas money back and forth to Florida, you know, something because Lenny had been hugely supportive in our marriage. And so he wasn't, he wasn't going to make you his trophy wife and just basically (laughs) take care of everything. Is that what you're saying? I mean, he said that he would, but I was feeling a little guilty. (laughs) I was feeling a little guilty, and like I said, I mean, lots of travels back and forth to Florida. I mean, stuff adds up quick. Yes. Um, so I was just trying to find a way to kind of help contribute to the family household income, even though we're empty nesters. We still have, you know, life and bills, right? So, and of course, you know that we did the long distance thing for many years, too. So yes. yeah, <laughs> that, that, can, was, <laughs> that can get pricey, too. That was pricey, too. So... <laughs> So anyways, we want to retire one day. <laughs> so I wanted to find something that I could do. Um, so basically, that's that's where it all started. So I actually found this company. It's called Chalk Couture. It is a direct sales company, and a lot of people are going to, like, roll their eyes and tune out at this point um, because direct sales get a terrible, <laughs> terrible rap, right? But I researched the company, and they allow 
you to run your business with, you know, within some guidelines and policies, but very open, you know, guidelines and policies. They allow us to run the business the way you want. So I can make finished products and sell them with using their products. I can sell other people their products so they can make their own things. I can hold workshops and collect revenue from classes and workshops, which we know how that goes now that we're in COVID. Right. Um, and then I can also build a team and have people under me and, and make revenue and income from that aspect of the business of direct sales. I wasn't necessarily looking to build a team or find people that wanted to do this, but somehow I managed to create a team um, just casually and slowly over the last three years. I actually have been doing this for three years now, but it wasn't until COVID that I kind of dug in and started doing my business a little differently because I was focusing on the finished goods. I was focusing on, I had a booth, you know, at a storefront, a brick and mortar. And with COVID and with things shutting down, it was like, well, I'm now paying rent and nobody's seeing my stuff. (laughs) And I I was no longer to have able to have in-person workshops, so that wasn't working out. So I'm like, I need to find something else. I need to find a better way. So I did what a lot of people do and took to a live Facebook, and I had a challenge to go live for 15 days in a row from somebody, and I thought, oh, I just, because I really, I really am shy, and I don't like being on camera, Um but I do enjoy the product. I do enjoy creating. I do enjoy teaching other people. So I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to accept this challenge. And so I did, and I haven't looked back since. And actually in the last year, my business has blossomed, um, places where people are not making any money in COVID. I'm actually making the most money, more money now than I was the first two years of the business. One, because I'm focusing more time And two, because I think people are looking for things to do (laughs) and they can order a kit from me and they can do it in their own time, in their own home. I can teach them via FaceTime, via Facebook Messenger, or they can watch my lives that I do just about every night. Um, And I just demo different ways to create. I upcycle things that I found at um, thrift stores. I find Dollar Tree things that I turn around and recreate. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. And the company is actually tied to an organization called Watts of Love, which is a nonprofit organization that provides solar lights. Right now, it focuses in Malawi. And these solar lights that they're providing to these people are more than just a solar light. And so I've kind of become a little more passionate about that organization. Um, and this month, I did my first live auction on Facebook and brought in enough money. I was able to donate $500 to that organization. Nice. Very nice. Now you mentioned that the organization, you know, you mentioned direct sales, which listen, pretty much everything we do, there's some sort of direct sales, right? Somebody's (laughs) got to sell something to somebody pretty much. Right. So I wouldn't worry about that at all. But you mentioned the fact that, You know, you're not just simply reselling products, you're reselling kits, you're showing people how to do stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's not just that you're, you know, pawning off somebody else's stuff, 
it you know you get to make your own creations out of this very true very true and uh so now that you've been doing the facebook live for a while it 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 probably made sense that you have i guess what a cult following now that people are reaching out to you and saying hey i had an idea can you help me do this does that happen a lot Oh, yeah. I get people that reach out to me that want help for things. I get people that have no desire to do it themselves. So they actually, you know, have me do it for them. And then I complete the piece and send it to them. I get custom orders for things for people that um, want projects. Um, My cult following, I probably have on average 20 people. Most nights now, um, my peak was 100 people watching me at one time. I kind of panicked when I saw that 100, so then I, like, just don't even look at that number because that's when I get, like, a little, you know, tongue-tied and freaked out or whatever. But I am a little more comfortable with it. And I just, like I said, I just enjoy doing what I'm doing that I just kind of tune all that other stuff out now. (laughs) Now, the question that I was going to ask you about the types of things that you normally do, because most people think of, you know, small little trinket things or small, you know, projects and things like that. What's the biggest projects that you're able to show people how to do or that people have asked you to do for them? I mean, I do something as simple as like this door hanger as something that I did the other night, but I've, taken my product and I've, you know, done the side lights along my front door of my house. Um, I have vintage windows that I've recreated and um, upcycled. Um, what other large projects? Are those like I... actual windows or are those oh, something yes. that you've actual really windows. Pe- that people put into their homes as interesting? No, just decor pieces oh, mainly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, mainly decor pieces, but the picture, the windows that I was speaking of on my side lights, you know how on your side lights when you have your front door and you have those windows? You have to have a really nice house to have those side light thingies. No, not necessarily, (laughs) not necessarily, Marvin, but anyways, a lot of times people can buy like this like film stuff to kind of camouflage it so, you know, people aren't poking right into your home. Right. So I thought, well, why can't I chalk on that? And so I kind of made my own little camouflage by chalking my side lights. (laughs) Now, when you talk about upsell, is this the same concept as what was that show, Pickers, American Pickers, where they go out and they look for things and, you know, find these little gems that they can turn around and clean up and make nice? Or is it like uh, Flea Market Flip? More like flea market flip. Okay. More like flea market flip. So I'll find something and I'm like, okay, we need to like recreate this and make, you know, something old, something new and more current. Yeah. So so more like flea market flip when I'm talking about that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. And when you're doing your lives each night, does that's, that's a lot of work to do something every night. Are you actually doing a demonstration? Are you making something or is it just a time where people can come on and ask you questions and things like that? Most nights I'm doing a demo of something. So most nights I'm either making something that I want for my own home, something that's um, holiday related that I could resell um, or something that somebody wanted to see done. 
Okay. And then, like I said, the items that I'm making that I'm not necessarily using in my own home, um, that's when I'm going to turn around and do those live auctions and then sell them. So then I can take that money, recoup what I you know need in my expenses, but then be able to donate, like I said, um, a large portion. So. Right. And all that stuff hanging behind you, is that is that your wall of glory behind you? It's all stuff um, that you've some made? Some of it is, yep. That's my one of my chalkboards, and then some of that's my artwork that I've done. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, do you have anything coming up that you'd like to promote and tell people to be a part of? Any? Well, I did get an exciting email today. Yes. I had an opportunity to apply for a... Um, to act as an assistant, I'll basically probably be a grunt worker, but um, Chalk Couture is going to be involved in the Pinners Conference in Atlanta, which is a pretty big conference. Um, so I applied to participate in that, and I received an email today that I was selected to work with our corporate team to do that event. So I'll be in Atlanta <laughs> In mid-April for that. So So is it just one event or is it? It's a large two-day event. So it's sponsored by like Home Depot and Chalk Door and some other big DIY type names. Um, So they're going to have classes throughout. There will be a lot of vendors with booths there. So I'll be working, um, you know, helping work with the booth and then possibly helping or assisting in the classes there. So... That was pretty exciting. Well, very, very nice. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm going to put up here. So the two sites. So first, your website. uh, It's a chalkthing.com. Yes. And also the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash it's a chalkthing. Yep. And I'm also on Instagram, Pinterest. um, You're on the gram. And, of course, Pinterest is... That's like the Netflix of <laughs> DIY, isn't it? Yes, pretty much. And the and Pinners conference is actually tied to Pinterest. Pinners? Pinters yeah, or the, Pinners? Pinners. Pinners, the Pinners conference I spoke of. Oh. Is actually tied to Pinterest. It is, okay. Yeah, so. All right. They're yeah. going to be the so new eBay. And I even actually snuck in and I, I've got a TikTok too, but, you know. A TikTok. I know. I like I like cave to the TikTok, but oh, I really don't that. I don't have a whole lot of material on there yet. <laughs> we gotta find that. <laughs> That's something we'll be doing on the after show. See how uh It was just a quick demo video that I did. I didn't do any like dance skills or anything crazy like that. Alright. <laughs> If it's out but, there, well, somebody will find it. I got to crack you know, research you've, team. You've got to, you've got to reach every arm that you can when you're in business for yourself. So. Oh, I, I will never do a TikTok. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Don't say never. You didn't think you were going to be on the book of face either. <laughs> yeah, but that's a little different. I don't think I ever said never, but trust me, there will never be a TikTok. <laughs> never, ever. All right, folks. So. Married to Bruin, it's a chalk thing. I will have links to both of her sites and check her out just about every night, she said, live on the Facebook. Now, are we cutting into your time now? Do you have a set schedule that you're on all the time? Um, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, most of the time I try to go between 6.30 and 7. Here lately, they've gotten used to me actually coming on a little later, so we're good. We're good. Okay. 
I've All got right. people messaging me. Hey, are you going on tonight? <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Yeah, I but think it's I've, okay. Think it's I've all good. Of, I appreciate you reaching out to me and letting me come on and chit chat with you and catch up. Well, as I've been telling people, I am making a very concerted effort to not do what I did oh so many years ago and drop off the face of the earth and not talk to people. It will be a very direct effort to keep in touch. And, you know, this will be one way to do it. Sounds great. All right. So, uh, Mary, thank you very much for coming on. I'm going to let you go. We are going to end off the podcast here. And then I will stay a little bit to chat with anybody that wants to hang out. But, uh, Mary, thank you very much for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the Uncle Marv podcast, Mondays at 8 p.m. Until next time, holla. Holla.